This is a broadcast of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Working Woman Radio Show, where we have real conversations about the unique issues working women face. I am your host, Deanna Johnson Coffin. Before I introduce my guests and the topic for today's podcast, I want to let my listening audience know that the Working Woman Radio Show is looking for sponsors for the podcast program. Advertising your business on the show is a great way to build your brand and to support meaningful programming. We have several different sponsorship packages available that can pretty much meet any advertising budget. So if you would like more information about becoming a sponsor, go to www.theworkingwomanradiopodcast.com, click on the link for sponsorship, download the information, and then just give me a call. I will be happy to help you. Now that that little bit of business has been taken care of, I want to introduce my guest for today's show. We are really excited about uh, having Dawn Kirk in the studio with us via the phone. Let me tell you a little bit about Miss Kirk. Dawn Kirk is the owner of Best You for Life, a premier executive leadership coaching and consulting firm. Best You for Life trains executives and their teams on how to use untapped potential and translate a strategy into a plan of execution. Ms. Kirk believes great leadership leads to capability growth and says that the people within your organization are your greatest asset and resource. Dubbed one of Georgia's 100 most powerful and influential women, Dawn's real-life approach toward professional and lifestyle management has supported an impressive 26-year corporate climb to senior executive levels at two Fortune 100 corporations, Pepsi, Cola, and the Coca-Cola Company. Welcome to the show, Ms. Kirk. It is a pleasure to have you here. Good morning, Deanna. I'm so excited to join you this morning, and thank you so much for having me on your show today. Oh, terrific, terrific. I'm looking forward to our conversation. First and foremost, um, this will help me get to know you better and our audience to get to know you better. Can you share a little bit more? I talked a little bit about um, who you are in the bio that I just read, but can you share a little bit more about your background in business and how you got to that? Um, sure. So uh, again, I spent 26 years in corporate America, two Fortune 100 companies, mm-hmm. Frito-Lay, which is a division of PepsiCo for mm-hmm. 18 and a half years, and then the Coca-Cola company, the arch rival, right? Yes. For, <laughs> for yes. almost um, eight years. And wow. again, I was a senior executive at mm. um, both of those organizations for about 16 of those years. Wow. Mm. Um, the role I really enjoyed the most or the biggest role that I had was the vice president of sales and operations for the Southeast wow. uh, when I worked for the Coca-Cola company. Mm-hmm. And so I had the states of Georgia, Louisiana, mm-hmm. Tennessee, mm-hmm. Um, and Florida, mm-hmm. which encompassed about 5,000 employees working across sales, operations, distribution, and the merchandising functions. Wow. And I had revenue responsibility of just over $3 billion. Wow. So that's my a lot of money. Job, Yeah, it was my favorite job, and I learned so much about enterprise leadership, um, general management. Wow, that's that's amazing. That's so rich and wonderful. I'm I'm wanting to tap into that some of that information that you've learned. So my next question is. Um, you are currently the owner of Best You for Life, an executive coaching and consulting firm, as I mentioned in, in the intro. Can you tell us a little bit more about what you do with that and why you decided to leave the traditional <laughs> workplace? I mean, with yeah. all that you just told me, I mean, you were obviously very <laughs> successful. Why did you leave all of that to become an entrepreneur? 
Yeah. So two things. One is I've been an entrepreneur all my life, okay. actually, since since the age of 12 and yeah. kind of grown up with entrepreneurship in my blood. Okay. So yeah. I have simultaneously, if you can believe that, uh -huh. through my 26 years, run side businesses at the same time. Okay. So I knew that at some point I wanted to work for myself. Okay. Okay. Just have the entrepreneurial spirit. Right. But more importantly, I'm very passionate about personal and professional growth, training, leading, teaching, and mentoring others. Yeah. And I just really wanted to do that at a different level with yeah. no no political, right. no corporate bureaucracy holding me back. Sure. And um, I yeah. really just wanted more flexibility for myself in my yeah. own personal life. I've got two teenage boys. Yeah. And, you know, 17 and 14 so almost three years ago when i yeah. had the opportunity to walk away was yeah perfect timing. it was yeah, yeah for that to, for that to, time to really be at home sure mm -hmm. sure sure wow yeah. so i guess so, so so that answers part of the question the other part was so tell me a little bit more about best uh you for life about what you do there yeah so I, I do a couple different things. So from an individual perspective, uh -huh. I work with individuals as well. So typically professionals or other executives to uh -huh. help them achieve their life and professional goals faster. Mm -hmm. And then I work with business owners, small business owners and corporations mm -hmm. to close the gap between strategy and execution. You know, I, what I learned throughout my career is that you can have great strategy, but yeah. when it comes down to it, you can still have a failure on the execution wow. side. And what I believe is the gap nine times out of 10 is not so much some of the the uh, numbers and productivity side of the business, yeah. it's really around the people and leadership side of the business. So wow. I, walk to, I work with organizations to help them get the most out of their biggest asset, yeah. which is people. Wow. And um, wow. I have a great, you know, I love doing it. Yes. And, yes. You know, I've lived it. Yes. So I'm passionate about that it works. Yes, yes. Simultaneously with all the other levers that you can use to yes. drive execution. Wow. Now, just to, just to kind of flesh that out a little bit more, you say you help companies get the most out of their people. So when you come in and talk to this these executive leaders of these companies, you know, about how to make this happen, what kind of conversations are you having with them? I mean, are you, I mean, what does that look like and sound like? Yeah. So the first thing we do is we start with, you know, kind of assessment of what's going on from a people perspective. Okay. And I generally start with what's the engagement and morale of the culture that you have, right? Describe to me the culture yeah. that you believe you have. Yeah. And let's look now at what the engagement <laughs> says. Exactly. Because sometimes there's a gap between the culture you think you have exactly. and the culture that the people will actually tell you is happening. Wow, wow. And so we start there. Wow. The other thing we really look at <clears throat> is, you know, the players. There's no different than a coach in this football team, right? Yeah. We look at all the, all the positions and we say, do we have the best people in the seats? Wow. Um, and then what's the development plans for those uh, individuals? Sure. We kind of start there as a base. But then the second area we really look at is uh, the business side. Sure. So is it crystal clear? Like if I was to talk to each level of individual in your organization, yeah. would the messaging be the same? Are oh, they receiving... Wow. The same clear strategies are they receiving the same clear priorities yeah that you want to work with and, and execute at the end of the day wow and what typically happens is like the telephone game a little uh -huh. bit right yeah that's From the right. Top to the person who's actually executing the the, uh -huh. the strategy uh -huh. there typically is an outage absolutely so we really work to re-engineer right where's the breakdown wow along the way wow. is it leadership yes is it capability yes is it communication and messaging yes 
what is it? Wow. And from there, we map an action plan to to course correct. That's amazing. So now I would imagine I was going to ask you how long does a process like that take, but I guess that depends on maybe the size of the company. Absolutely. And how many people you're really trying to move, right? right and exactly. where, where the problem really lies. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it, it, it varies by organization. Wow. Um, it varies on, you know, what the, mm-hmm. the cause of the opportunity. Wow, wow. Well, that is very, very interesting. I would imagine. So are you getting feedback from the lower level of employees too? Or are you just talking to the executives? Because... It, Go ahead. It's both. Yes. It's both. Wow. So we started obviously at the executive level on, you know, what's keeping you up at night? What's the biggest challenges and obstacles? Mm -hmm. But what I'm finding is the opportunities and the real bottleneck is happening further down the organization. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, wow, that's wonderful. Um, So now, uh, as a woman who's worked um, as a senior executive in corporate America for these Fortune 500 companies and Fortune 100 companies, what was what would you say was your biggest challenge? Wow. <laughs> I know, that's a loaded question. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'll say broadly, yeah. the biggest challenge was navigating a very white male-dominated culture. Definitely. And yeah. trying to challenge the status quo to make things better for everybody. Right, right, Was right. the biggest one. But I'd say secondarily is because I had pretty pretty fast track career. I had like 16 different roles in 26 years. Wow. Which included, you know, a change in organizations. The mm-hmm. next biggest challenge was really onboarding and training and development. Sure. You know, it's a lot of sink or swim, learn as you go, yeah. you know, not a lot of formalized yeah. onboarding and transition. So mm-hmm. you kind of have to develop that yourself. So wow. those were challenging, you know, with Definitely. the pace which I was changing yeah. to get to see quickly, yeah. have impact yes. and drive results. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. So now um, there are a lot of older women who I've talked to, I know personally, who have a wealth of expertise and experience in business, in the business world, and who do not necessarily want to become entrepreneurs like yourself or like myself. Um, But instead of being rewarded for their knowledge and expertise, uh, the traditional workplace sometimes penalizes older women. As someone who provides educational uh, coaching for companies, for corporations, what are some things that you would suggest to offer um, these companies to help these companies change this kind of attitude? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is, you know, you, one would hope that at the end of the day, you really value your most important asset, which is people. Right, but right. That's not always the case. We right? know, mm-hmm. absolutely. That take precedent over mm-hmm. it. But I think the number one thing you can do to really leverage people, whatever season of their career they happen to be in, yeah. whatever their future plans for themselves are, yeah. is to foster a learning and growth environment. Uh-huh. So I don't care whether you're the next CEO of the organization yeah. or you just want to make sure you've got the best, I'm being extreme, janitor yeah. on the team. Right. Everybody should have a development plan, right. not so much just focused on what they need to improve, right. but what do they already do well that yeah. they can leverage even more? So right. to the older woman who's been there a while, has a wealth of knowledge, yeah. if you have a good development plan on how you're going to really leverage them to continue to grow and have them contribute yeah. at the highest level, yeah. then you create some things for them to do yeah. that allow them to shine in yeah. their area of expertise and not just get lost in, in, in that whole, yeah, uh, exactly. and, 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 then, um, and then tossed, lost and tossed. 
Um, exactly. You know, exactly. but I but I think in order to do that, and this goes back to what you were talking about as a, a company's greatest resource being, you know, people. I think in order for a company to be able to do that, they have to value. Um, I mean, they have to look at people holistically. And I think yes. maybe that's a part of what's missing. What do you think about that? I do. And, and when you say looking at people holistically, I think of two things. Yeah. One is typically the focus is on who's moving up the organization. Right? Exactly. So not the fast movers and shakers and the next, you know, VP mm-hmm. or the next director yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Then you're kind of left behind. Uh, definitely. Um, and then secondarily, is you know do you really understand how to tap into the motivations of of your team yeah you know not yeah. everybody aspires to move up the corporate ladder right. they just want to be the best they can be in the position that they're in you need continuity players you do you do you do um, wow so and yeah. then you know and then contrarily there's some folks that honestly need to be pruned from the organization wow. so as we talk about holistic yes right, right. you put the best team on the field which sure. means I want the best of those that are moving through the organization. I want to make sure I'm investing in them to continue to grow their Mm -hmm. skills and competency. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've got the middle group Mm -hmm. that's happy doing what they're doing, Mm -hmm. but they want to grow. And things are constantly changing in the business. So nobody can afford to be stagnant. Right, right. That's quo. And then you've got folks who are just riding the coattails of relationships. That's true. Or past performance. Yeah. Or what have you that are really not contributing at the level they should be and they need to go. Wow, wow. But that's part of what you come in and, and help these corporations do. Is that right? Absolutely. That's right. Absolutely. And you, you, it sounds like you help these people see their employees um, the best and, uh, I mean, the best in their employees and maybe not what's so good in their employees and then make decisions accordingly. That sounds, that Absolutely. sounds a lot like what you're doing. That's, that's great. Um, so now I know that I actually know of a professional woman. I won't say her name because mm-hmm. you know her too. She's, um, she's a broadcaster. Um, mm-hmm. Um, and I know, um, her story in, well, let me just say this. Um, she's terrified of being cut from, um, from the, the, the news broadcasting station that mm-hmm. she works for because she is aging. Although she's highly experienced, extremely professional, um, she's, she's terrified of advancing in years and just being cut loose. What would you say? And then, and she's not the only one. What would you right. say to those women uh, to help them move from this place of fear to a place of freedom. Yeah, so a couple things. One is I, I just I'm I'm so passionate about especially women and yeah. and is not to give your power away. Absolutely. Not to get so compl- I, I and I'm not saying this person's complacent at right, all. Right, I understand, but, but get so comfortable right with the current job because at the end of the day, yeah. nobody's loyal. No. It's all about what are you doing for me today? Right. What, where am I headed and do you fit in? That's exactly so it's right. It's not about if, mm-hmm. it's about when your it's, season is up. Because right. there is a season. Yes. And I think, that's, I think that's part of it, too. We have to face, as, as that old boss I used to uh-huh. work for, we got to face the brutal facts. Yeah. Right? The brutal facts are, yeah. and we watch it happen around us all day, yeah. is there is a season. No Absolutely. matter how good you are, right. how good you've been, right. the 
your number will come up. Wow. The question is, prepare now. We right. all know it happens. It happens, starts happening. It's happening a little sooner now. Yes, it's it is. Yeah. Late 40s. Yep. Definitely in your 50s. Definitely. Right? Mm-hmm. And I see it every single day. Wow. Uh, and so my best advice, yeah. and I talk about this in my book, empower yourself, which yeah. is preparation. Prepare yeah. now. Yeah. Have plan B ready to go. Yeah. And leverage the job you have for all it's worth. Amen. To yourself or plan B. Amen. Amen. Because like you said, it's not a matter of if. It's only a matter of when. And so, right. be like the Boy Scouts say, their motto is be prepared. Be prepared. Absolutely. Amen. And so, I love that. And I think it puts you in a different frame of mind when you have a plan of action uh, yes. versus just kind of free falling and you know and being anxious because you you're not you're really not sure what's ahead and what you're going to do when the cut when the axe comes because it is right. coming yeah i think exactly. it, i always say mm-hmm. when you have options yeah. create options for yourself yes you know and, and i remember going through you know the, the the last reorg before i exited yeah and i remember people around me you know they were freaking out they yeah. were anxious they yeah. were like worried and they was like why aren't you worried yeah. I said, because I have options Absolutely. for this day. A, Amen. I can work for myself. Yes. B, I can go switch over to another, you know, yes. seek other employment yes. here. Yes. C, I have every headhunter that's ever called me. Yes. I know I'm marketable. That's I, right. All I have to do is make a phone call and I get opportunities every single day. So wow. those wow. are my three options. Yeah. I need to figure out which one right. I'm going to execute, not waiting for somebody to decide for me exactly. which one I'm going to do. Exactly. I love that. I love that. And I, I'm, and I think a lot of women need to hear that, particularly women who are older and who are looking uh, and wondering what the next thing is for them. But I love, I love that you spoke into that. Now, you have recently written a book entitled Heartbeat Leadership. Can you tell us a little bit more about the book and why you wrote it? Yeah, so the book is all about people. So my my phrase that I always use is people are the heart of business. Wow. Uh, meaning that they're your greatest advantage if you use them properly. Right. But I was always asked this one question kind of throughout my career. It's like, how do you keep your passion and focus on people and developing others and yeah. this focus on driving the results, the right. numbers side of the business. Don't you have to kind of sacrifice one for the other? Like oh, if you're wow. going to focus on numbers, yeah. you don't have time to focus on the people. And if right. you focus on people, don't right. your numbers usually not come through fast enough? Right. right. And I said, I don't believe in the or. Because right. I believe that people enable the results. You have to have both. Right. And so I wanted to provide a playbook for people to understand uh, how to do both. Okay. Um, and that's why I wrote it. Wow. Because people kept asking me that question and yeah. I really didn't know how to answer it. Wow. I had to really do some reflection on how did I do this? Like, wow. how did I go about, you know, the pressures of the day-to-day numbers and the quarter numbers sure. and still keep this keen focus on, yeah. A, developing myself first. Right, right, and right. Developing others. Right. I mean, that that is, that is quite, um, that is quite a challenge though, wouldn't you say? It, it is. It oh, absolutely yeah. is. You know, because and we so, yeah, we see that we see those things out of balance all the time as we go into the various ver- various businesses that we all go into. You know, we yeah. you know that with the morale of the employees are low, they don't they don't care enough um, about 
Um, they don't. They, they they feel like nobody in the workplace cares about them, and they don't care about the people that they're serving. I mean, we, we've seen that in various places. I mean, just regular stores that we go into. So how do you how do you manage? How do you create that balance? Right. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a process. It's in a system. So yeah. playing on the 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 analogy of the heart. You yeah. know, we know how we can't function as people without our hearts. Oh, right. Of Right. How good the other parts of the body are. You that's won't right. operate without the heart. Not at and all. that's how I feel about people. Yes. If you don't leverage people correctly, the rest of the organization will not be optimized. Uh-uh. So I created this framework. It's called the six P's or the six pulses. Uh-huh. Pulses playing on the analogy of the heart. Yeah. And it, it gives you a system to kind of think through how to manage both. And those six P's are priorities, uh-huh. preparation, uh-huh. people, mm-hmm. process, uh-huh performance yeah. and promotion. And right. I wrote the book kind of from a three perspectives. One is about empowering yourself. Uh-huh. I believe that leadership starts with you Absolutely. and leadership is about influence. Mm. Secondly, how do you engage the, your team, whether you're in a professional organization or a corporation, or frankly, you're leading your home. Right. How do you engage the folks around you? Wow. And lastly, how do you have impact? Wow. Obviously, in the corporate world, we're talking about the results at mm-hmm. the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you move the needle on your goals sure. and objectives? Wow. And I and I tell some stories about you know my challenges, and a lot of this is born out of my passion to figure it out. Sure. Um, and some of the challenges that I went through. Wow. And I wanted to provide a roadmap for others so they don't have to struggle as much as I did. Yes. I know people don't think maybe that I struggled when they look at my I bio, know people you yeah. see the end result, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of hard right. work behind oh, it. Oh my goodness, yes. Wow. And intentionality and yeah. learning and growth. Yeah. And you know, quite frankly, you know, yeah. courageous leadership to challenge the status quo to make it better, not only for myself but yeah. for those inspired to come behind me to let them know that it's possible to achieve your career goals and dreams. That's amazing. I love that. The six P's. And I love the fact that you even said that that can be used for for the home, Um, you know, for for, you know, for, you know, inspiring those that we're in charge of in our homes. I I love that. Now, um, Heartbeat Leadership, where can that be? And I'll, I'll, I'll put a link to this, to the information on the webpage for this particular episode. Uh, but where can people access the book? I, this, the best place is just to go to my website okay. at Heart, heartbeatleadershipbook.com. Okay. okay, well, I'll put a link to that uh, mm-hmm. for uh, my audience so that they can access that. Uh, sounds great, sounds great. Now, um, as a successful entrepreneur, and this is, I wanted to end with this because I wanted to make sure we were, that I gave you a chance to speak to people who might be wanting to take the next step. What advice would you give to a professional woman looking to do like you did and leave the work, the, the traditional workplace and become self-employed? I mean, if that's a really big step, especially if you've been um, successful, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Here's what I would say. The longer you're in the traditional yeah. work, the harder it becomes oh, to wow. make that leap because oh, you get wow. used to the money. You yeah. get used to the, you know, it's yeah. comfortable, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, but what I would say is, is, is a few things. Number one, I would just challenge every woman to get crystal clear yeah. on their strengths and passions. Oh, wow. Like, what is it that really makes you tick? What are you really, really good at? Yes. Because you should stick to that initially. Yes. Absolutely. That's the you know, best, 
you know, yeah. off ramp into what you're already known for, the brand you've already built. Don't right. go build a new oh one. Oh my God. Yes. yes. Right? Yeah, I love that. Do X, Y, and Z for 25 years yeah. and they'll do something completely different. Yeah, yeah. So it's not that you can't, it's about the yeah. transition. I believe that. So yes. Don't put more stress on yourself than you need to. Exactly. Do Use, yeah, well. because what you already get at gives you momentum, don't you think? Yeah, and not only that, it, you already have the credibility. Yes. You'd be surprised that if you're a great HR professional now yeah. that you need to become an HR consultant. Like, yes. that's not a big jump. It's like, yes. yes, she's great at that. Right. you got an immediate network to tap into to right. make that transition. Right. The second thing I would say is while you're still in the traditional workplace, uh -huh. everything you do, yeah. be intentional about it. Really? I.e., I knew I wanted to speak, teach, coach, and all of that. Uh -huh. So every opportunity I got, yeah. I was speaking on behalf of Coca-Cola. Oh, is that right? On behalf of Frito-Lay. And guess what? Yeah. I taped it. Really? So I, didn't have to, I didn't have to create content when I left. People oh. already knew me. It's like, oh, yeah, I saw you speak at such and such event. Oh, that's terrific. You know? Wow. So, so use that. Opportunity yeah. mm -hmm. At your traditional job to prepare you for that self-employment. Wow. That's perfect because you have a perfect uh, setup already. Absolutely. Yeah, you don't have Absolutely. to start from you. I, I was a trainer. Yes. I was a trainer for new programs in Coca-Cola. Yeah. Like I let I facilitated stuff every chance I got. Wow. That's and that was intentional. Yes, yes. So I could practice yes. with no risk. Yes. Right? That's right. That's right. And I could use their resources. That's so. wonderful. I love it. And I don't think I don't think we always think that way as women. Uh, mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't know whether men are better at that or not. I just know that I know so many women who are just brilliant and, you know, we'll have these conversations about different things and they'll say, oh, I never really thought about that. I'm thinking, really? Uh, you know, you're so smart. Why would that be something that you would use? But, it's, you know, in defense of us as yes. women, right, we are yeah. versus our men, yeah. that we are multitasking and multi-rolling yeah, more than men ever will. That's true. So yeah. it's just we have a lot pausing mm -hmm. long enough to think about it. I yeah. think it's there. Like we pause and yeah. come up with that. Yeah. It's just that we're on automatic we are we are we're, we're we're wearing so many hats and and like you mm -hmm. said fulfilling so many roles it can be hard um to yeah. to think of everything just because we so many of us are, are overwhelmed and overloaded um, exactly. with our other roles in life mommies and, and wives and all this kind of stuff so yeah. yeah but i love i love that you be intentional and use the platform that you already had to allow you to jump to the next thing which would be entrepreneurship is what right. i hear you saying right and two more things yes and so i kind of did four steps yes and the, the third one would be take the next step now don't wait oh wow. past this thing Wow. So you heard me say earlier that yeah. I always had some side thing going on throughout my entire That's career. right. That's me preparing, yes. learning, yeah. failing when it wasn't detrimental to putting food on my table. Exactly. Right? Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I've done this. Yes. So do it now. Yeah. Start taking the small steps mm -hmm. one thing at a time. So mm -hmm. start taking, sometimes we give too much. Yeah. Too much of our discretionary time yeah. to our organizations, oh, and wow. it's not going to pay off. Wow. So I'm, I'm asking you to reallocate. Yeah, keep obviously continue to do well, thrive, yeah. and fail in the current job. Yeah, but start shaving some of that discretionary time that you might be giving. Yeah, to your give it back to yourself oh, and I start putting that. your plan B in place. That's it exactly right. Yeah, because these companies they'll use you up if you let them. Absolutely. Yeah, they'll so use do all it your time. Strategically, do mm -hmm. it very intentionally. If you're yeah. gonna give more, make sure that more is in alignment yes. with what you ultimately want to do after 
that please. season is over. Wow. Because it will be over. That's right. That's right. right. Mm -hmm. And then the last one is get your finances in order. The number one fear from jumping from traditional jobs yeah. to self-employment is the money. Of course. Right? Of Can course. I replace the money that I'm making? Or how long would it take me to place the money? Yeah. I remember taking a double, triple check. I remember getting going to my financial planner and saying, okay, uh, I don't want to work in this, in my business under stress. Yeah. I don't want to say I got to have this deal. Right. I want to be able to choose the people I work with. So how long yeah. do I, based on my the assets I've built up, uh -huh. if I never made another dollar for uh -huh. the next three years, yeah. what would be my situation? Yeah. Wow. So you and make sure you that. really know what you have. And wow. how would you live if the business is not successful for 18 months or two years right, or, right. or three years? Right. So um, you do have to do your homework, it sounds you like. You do. Yeah. Yeah, don't just jump out there. Yeah, don't, don't. Just, don't. just don't leave your job. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, and, and so because this has to be more than an emotional decision, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And for me, I, I started preparing seriously four years in advance. Yeah. Didn't know exactly when I was going to go. Right. But I wanted to be prepared when the right time presented itself. Yes. I had never had the opportunity yeah. to take a severance package ever in 26 years. Went through a million reorgs. Yeah. And sometimes I was like, please pick me. Please yeah. pick oh. me. And, they, and they never would take me. Oh, wow. And so I finally had the choice yeah. to take one. And I was okay. like, you know what? I think the time is now. I'm going to bet on me yeah. on this one. I love it. And, um, and I would have had to move again and some things that I just wasn't really to do, do, yeah, yeah. To do in order to stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you, you said, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. And so you, but you left from a point of strength, not from yes. a point of weakness. Correct. Yeah, and, and that's huge. And from a decision of my own. Definitely. They said, this is what you're going to do. Right, right. Yes, right. That's right. I, so I love I had that. options. Yeah, I love the Options are always going to be, having options is always going to be better than not. Always. Correct. You know. Like, I, I feel like most people feel like they're stuck. Yes. And I, I'm just an eternal optimist. I yes. feel like you're never Stop. I am with you, sister. I'm telling you, because even in my worst times, when this was back many years ago, um, when I was facing a divorce from my first husband, I just, there was always, there's always been something in me that said, okay, there's got to be another way. And, you know, and I, that was when my entrepreneurial um, ability spirit really kicked in. I was already, like you said, I was already, in, already had entrepreneurial um, abilities, but mm -hmm. that's when I was like, okay, I gotta do, I got three kids to support. I gotta do this thing. And I did mm -hmm. it. Uh, right. but you know what? So, but never, but never, but it's always bad when you feel stuck, like you said. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and so, and it's, and so we need to give ourselves options and the options are there. I just think, and, and you've spoke to this and, and I will end on this. I think for some people though, they think that they don't have options. Uh, and and I just I, I'm I'm wanting them to hear what you're saying. You do have options, don't you think? You always have I, options. I do. You just have to go create them. If you don't, yeah. if you're sitting there today and you feel like you truly don't have any, yeah. then you need to connect because I guarantee you, yeah. we, we need to go create them. Yeah. And I would say it takes it's, it's more about being courageous yes. and not fearful. Yes. To be able to see those options. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, exactly right. That's you know? exactly right. Yeah. And you, it sounds like what you do, part of what you do as a coach, is to help people see their options absolutely i love like, that 
I'm a, I'm a big solutions person. It's like, okay, we're going to talk about the yes. problem for a brief moment. Yes. We might even cry about the problem. Yes, for a yes, moment. yes, yes. But when we get done, yeah. we now got to figure out what we're going to do next. That's exactly right. Here. You can't stay here. No, we no, we can't stay stuck. I love it. Well, you know what? That sounds like a great uh, place to end. I love that. I feel inspired and I'm not really stuck, <laughs> but I feel, I feel more inspired to do the next thing myself. So I, I love it. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to talk with me and with my audience today. I think that the wisdom that you shared is going to be a blessing uh, in a lot of women's lives. I think this is what we do for one another. We we encourage one another. And so thank you. It is much appreciated. To my listening audience, if you haven't done so already, I want to encourage you to subscribe and download episodes of the show by going to www.theworkingwomanradiopodcast.com. You can also find us by visiting the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network and clicking on the Working Woman Radio Show icon. Um, I'm going to include some links to a couple of resources, including uh, Miss Kirk's um, website and uh, and her book. Uh, so it's going to be at the bottom of the show page of this episode. So don't forget to scroll down and check those out. For more information about upcoming podcasts and Working Woman Radio Show events, you can go to the Working Woman Radio Show Facebook page and become a friend. We really do want to hear from you. We want to uh, get feedback from you. We are looking for your questions and your comments. Uh, so don't forget to um, to visit the Facebook page. Well, that's all for today. God bless, and we will see you next time on the Working Woman Radio Show.